Welcome everybody, you are listening to Art of Touring, episode 10. I've made it to double digits, how good's that? The podcast has been going now for two months, over two months, can't believe it. Uh, when I started this, you know, back, oh wow, I just, I can't even remember how long ago it was now, it, was, it, it just seems so far away, over two months. Hey, maybe I'll get another two months in. You never know. I'm your host, the Sis Dog. I'm very tired today, as I mentioned last week. It's a very busy time of year, but I got through this last week. This is production week that's just gone past, and as the uh, the school set designer for the musical, it's my job to build and paint and construct the sets, uh, make sure everything's safe and doesn't fall on anybody. Uh, but it was a good week. Uh, we did Legally Blonde this year, the musical. I'd never seen the stage version, only the movie, but it was great. We had some close calls, almost got caught in the light, but uh, my ninjas did a really good job of getting the sets off and on uh, in record time, so I'm really proud of the team. What else has been going on? Uh, I had a rehears- rehearsal last night with the lads from Smokestack Rhino. We've been hard at work writing new songs, and last night we've been working on a song called uh, My Pollution. And it's currently in its like maybe third or fourth incarnation at the moment, but I think we're close to finishing it and can't wait to lay some vocals down on it. Um, because yeah, we have, uh, we've gone into the studio and recorded all the music, just got to lay the vocals down. So that'll be good. Uh, just came back from the fruit and veg shop, picked up some watermelons, some, uh, some bananas, some avocado. I overheard, uh, the, um, you know, the girl at the cashier talking to her colleague, cause it was a little bit of a dead time. I got there about five thirty in the afternoon. And she said, someone just came in and asked for some bumpkin. And I started laughing. I said, did you say bumpkin? Did he have an accent? Did he come in like, I have some bumpkins, please, and some potatoes. Was he saying everything as a, with, which is meant to say have a P on it with a B? Oh, some bumpkins. You never know. Maybe he wanted some bumpkins. Maybe he thought that's how they're pronounced, the bumpkins. As you know, Art of Touring is brought to you every single Tuesday. You can listen to The Art of Touring on iTunes, Google Play, Podcatcher, wherever you get your podcasts from. This week, I had a chat with John, Nathan, and Red from Sydney band Born Lion. This is the seventh episode of the podcast, which was recorded at the Meltdown Festival at the Spotted Mallard. The audio is pretty, pretty good in this one. There's some background noise of the other bands playing upstairs, but it's hardly noticeable, so don't worry about that too much. There is some coarse language, however, in this week's episode, so if you are listening with kids, possibly switch over to Love Songs and Dedications while you're in the car, and then head back over here to AOT, Art of Touring, once their precious little ears are not listening. The boys from Born Line and I talk about their rigorous touring schedule coming up uh, for the album Celebrate the Lie, uh, which they're currently on. Uh, and we chat about uh, their video clip for their song Drag, which is fantastic. You should check that out on YouTube. Now let's take a moment for this week's sponsor. Art of Touring episode 10 is proudly brought to you this week by The Op Shop. Are you looking for some undies someone else has already worn? In need of a DVD that's scratched and unplayable? Are you after a zany Hawaiian shirt for a costume party? Then head over to the op shop. They have so much stuff you'll be spoiled for choice. You could take home your very own copy of Daddy's Home on DVD. Or maybe grab a guitar with only two strings. You never know what you'll find at your local op shop. So next time you need a pair of shoes, don't go to the shopping centre like a Muppet. Just go to the op shop, you'll find a pair that will fit. Tinia, 
at least foot included. No extra charge. The op shop, the only shop that smells like your grandparents' garage. Alright guys, just so you know, Anchor FM hosts Art of Touring. Be sure to check out the website at anchor.fm backslash Art of Touring. Here's the boys from Born Lion. Give it a listen and I'll catch you on the other side. Alright, welcome. I'm at the Meltdown Festival tonight and I've been speaking to many, many bands... Uh, and it is at the Spotted Mallard, and, and right now I'm sitting down with the lads from Born Lion. How are we, gentlemen? Hey, mate. How We've got you? John, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, that's me. The vocalist and guitarist. We also are joined by Nathan on the bass. Hello. The big man. And we have, is it Red? That's me. Red on the guitar and vocals as well. Indeed. Fantastic. Thanks for coming on the show, guys. It's oh, great to very have welcome. you. No worries. Right on, man. Um, well, let's get stuck into it. First question, where are you boys from? Now, obviously, you're fr- the band is in Sydney, but is that where you were all born and bred? Uh, we're sort of uh, Sydney via Wollongong. Yeah, I'm in Wollongong. The rest of the guys are in Sydney. Yeah, right on. Yeah, yeah. And so you, um, yeah, so you were born there and, and, and you've, you've grown up there and you've stayed there for your musical career as well. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I, d- I decided not to move to Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> you started to stay. <laughs> I don't like Sydney. <laughs> oh, no, sorry, you said you're Nagong, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, are there any musicians in any of your families? Like, you guys come from a musical family at all? Or I can say that I do. My old man is a bit of a mad shredder. Uh, he runs an amp repair business uh, down in Wollongong, and he... He's played in bands for a number of years. He's still kind of, you know, doing doing stuff, still playing around. Yeah. He's mainly cover sorts of deals, but he's actually in an original <laughs> thing at the moment. Yeah, wow. Which is, you know, partly sad, partly cool. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, he does his thing. They're, they're touring around with uh, Dr. Feelgood at the moment, some old English band oh, that okay. I, I wasn't really quite aware of but apparently they're they were a bit of a deal in the 80s yeah and now they're touring australia and yeah my old man's band doing the supports how good's that there you go hey what about you red are any musos in your family mate? yeah my dad um used to play back in the day doesn't really play much now he just watches a lot of nrl <laughs> yells at the tv what did he play? Did he play the guitar? Yeah, he played guitar. He, he, he used to have this mad old mate and Firebird. It was the first um, guitar that I ever played. Yeah. And he sold it, unfortunately, but it was pretty cool. It's a pity that Andreas isn't here. He's, he's busy drinking upstairs. But his, his, I mean, he probably has the best story to tell around musical families. Yeah. His dad was uh, quite a well-known jazz drummer. He um, passed away some time ago. Unfortunately, but yeah, mm. he was a he, he was a mad dude on the on the sticks. Apparently, wow, yeah, that's where he gets it from, eh? Yep, must what be. A, what about you, Nathan? Uh, my dad thinks that we have Slim Dusty, ACDC, and ABBA, and we don't need any more music. <laughs> okay, so he just he he. I'm not from a musical. Wait, family. wait can you repeat that? ACDC, ACDC, Slim, Slim Dusty, Dusty, and ABBA. That's the three that's the icons uh, of music as far as he's concerned. That's the only music as far as he's concerned. And he is not being swayed by anything else. Nope. 
We don't wow. need any more music, according to my dad. That's all you need, man. True. You've got all the emotions right there. Pop, country, and rock. <laughs> what else do you need? <laughs> Nothing. Correct. Oh, that is fantastic. Well, um, can you tell me what you guys listened to in high school? What, what, what you listened to in your formative years? Ice. I was, can we swear? Can we swear on this show? You can swear if you like. Okay, ice motherfucking tea, bitch. Wow, ice tea. Yep. Into the full Hello. 90s hip hop, huh? <laughs> yep, I wow. love that shit. Yeah, I kicked off with like um, anything my sister listened to. So that was just anything that was kind of happening in the top 40. Yeah, she was getting into Betty Boo, CNC Music Factory. Oh wow! I was loving all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, then that went on to some more shit. Uh, oh no, yeah, and I was, I got into like, um, Boys to Men, <laughs> Vanilla Ice. <laughs> yes. I was down with Vanilla Ice. I, I, I had a yeah, I had a bit of a. Everybody knew a the rap words career to that song, man. In the works. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, in your high school years, you graduated to um, more of the harder edge stuff, I'm assuming, at some point. A uh, shitload of Nirvana. Wow, really? Of, yeah, yeah. Nirvana was the, the turning point for me. Yeah. And when I got into those guys, I sort of... Every, anything that they had, I, I wanted and needed yeah. and did. Well, they released a lot of stuff before, obviously, unfortunately, when, you know, the, yeah. it all ended. Um, I'll never forget that. Uh, I think it was about 13, 1993. That makes sense. Yeah, 13, uh, when when that tragic news happened. But it's kind of even weirder now when, like, icons of rock die at 50, like Chris Cornell last year. Like, that just yeah. shook me even more, obviously, because, I mean... I'm old enough to realise how much of a, a loss that is. Yeah, you know? that still really upsets me. Yeah. The Chris Cornell thing. That had a real impact on me. I guess when I was younger, like, yeah, like I didn't experience those deaths. I didn't experience Kurt's death or feel that. No, not the same emotion way. from that because I was too young or whatever or I wasn't doing Nirvana at that time. But, yeah, that made me really sad, that Chris Cornell thing. Yeah, man. What about you, Nathan? What did you listen to? Were you, uh, my first two CDs were like 100% hits, 94 or something. <laughs> <laughs> like the first two CDs that I bought with my own money. That's awesome. Um, and in year four, I my talent quest act was uh, lip-syncing Informer by Snow. Yes. Yeah. Informer. That was the worst thing ever. Um, yeah. So that was like when I was super young, but then like Nirvana Shaggy, was like... Shaggy, Sonia Data. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> fuck, man. That shit was your jam. When What's I was in, when I was in year four, I wanted the teacher to little teach us how to do... Um, oh, fuck that. Shakademus and Pliers song. Um, I know the band, but fuck, I can't remember what the song was, but she was... Yeah. It, it, the teacher was just like, that's no, because no. it was basically about fucking. <laughs> and um, they just wouldn't let me do it. But then like Nirvana, yeah. like I once found guitar bands. But then like I also grew up out in the western suburbs of oh, Sydney. Oh, you're talking about Inner Circle. Uh, you're the make you that's it. That's the one. Sweat to your gun sweat. That would have been oh so sexy, a bunch God. of fourth graders singing that, wouldn't <laughs> it? fucked up that song. <laughs> Brilliant, it's man. It's so dirty. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't remembered that song until you just started singing yeah. it. Yeah. I can't get yeah, it out of my push head. It. Push it. That's, push it somewhere. That's literally, yeah. <laughs> With my big black dick. <laughs> that would have been us. <laughs> uh, it's like fucking hell. No, that's like a... 
it's a revelation you have like later on, isn't it? You're yeah, like, Holy totally. Shit. Fully. He's just fucking the shit out of some chickens. Fucking hell. And I was loving it as a fucking yeah. 12 year old. Uh, and then, like, fantastic. then I took the same course as most people, like, you know, yeah. you hear never mind, and you're like, fuck, what is this? What's going on? Um, Game changer, right? Yeah, and then, like, Blink 182, and then I just got, like, yes. yeah, I got super into pop punk when I was, like, growing up out, out in the Western suburbs. It was just fun, and then, yeah, man. Then Corn came along, I was like, fuck, this is the heaviest thing ever, and then, yeah, Limp Biscuit is something that I still embarrassingly love. Yeah, Limp Biscuit's um, great, man. So, I, um, I, I'm a big fan of the wrestling, and I was, I've, I've got the WWE Network, which is basically Netflix, but for wrestling fans. Excellent. It's just got every pay per view ever released, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, streaming, you know, on, on the computer. And I'll, I'll sit there in the, in the kitchen doing the dishes, and I'll have the iPad up, you know, watching, you know, WrestleMania from 2004. Because yes. there was a time in my life where I fell out of love with wrestling and I stopped watching it for about 10 years. And so I've got about 10 years where I can kind of go back and just like watch all these old clips that I've never never seen before and Wrestlemania I think it was 19 they had Limp Bizkit play was that when Wes wasn't in the band then though was he it was um, it was another guy I think is, is Wes the dude with the makeup yeah and shit? he yeah, actually he wasn't, wasn't in the band no, at that point because I, I saw that too it was crazy ah yeah, yeah. new metal and big sweaty dudes it's, it's like <laughs> fucking perfect isn't it's it it's perfect man I you love went it. to the big day out when Limp Bizkit were at their peak yeah, oh, I was there. there. Like the hot dog flavored water. Yeah, and, and so many dudes going around dressed like Durst. Yeah, like I had a backwards shorts hat. and the hat and yep. everything. Yeah. Absolutely. There's a there's a fantastic clip on YouTube where Fred Durst is trying to do a guitar solo, and he's just <laughs> for some reason someone gave him a guitar. I don't know why. And good. he just goes, it is, it, is yeah. the, it is the worst yeah. thing, man. Yeah. Google it. You'll, um, you'll appreciate it. Um, and so there you go. Those high school bands, man. And obviously, you know, you, you, you graduate to other stuff when you, you hit your 20s. Um, now, can you tell me what was the name of the first band that you guys played in high school? And what, yeah, what was it called? Do you, do you remember, John? Larinex. Larinex. Yeah. What was, was a, that about? Uh, it was, we misspelled Larynx. And we stuck with it We thought, fuck yeah That's East Good That's brilliant (laughs) I love the names of the first bands They've always got such great stories What about you, Nathan? What was your first band called? Uh, The first band I played in was called Secondhand Sue Secondhand Sue That's fucking heaps cool That's fucking Larynx Larynx It was like a case of like just opening up the dictionary and um, yeah, secondhand suit actually means like a really fucked out prostitute. Oh. Yeah, (laughs) I know, right? That wouldn't fly today, would it? No. When you first said the band name, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of mysterious. And now knowing the actual, (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's cool. All we did was like Rage Against the Machine covers and Grinspoon covers. Played like a couple of parties and stuff. You can't lose them when you're playing those tunes. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. What about you, Red? What was the name of your first band? Um, my first band was named Pancake Day. Pancake Day? Band. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, I mean, the first band that actually played a gig. Yeah, it really, was. Pancake Day were really good. Yeah, wow. That's cool, man. That's a good name. Yeah, there were three of us. Um, one of us thought it was a pop band. One of us thought it was a <laughs> punk band. And one of us thought it was a funk band. Right. So... 
Yeah, that, that's sure. how it every, every, Wasn't every song about a food? Yeah, we we had an EP where every song was about food. Our <laughs> hit our hit single like it w- went mad. Peas. It went mad in Crown Street Wollongong. Peas. I like peas. That that's one? how it went. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much how it yeah, went. Yeah, that yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Where was your first gig with? Um, um, it was actually at the um, uh, the Clifton Hotel. So we we at, at our first gig we did I think two one hour sets and we did a acoustic set and we did an electric set and a lot of the songs were played. Both acoustic and electric. <laughs> just just a double, the time. Doubled it up. Yeah, yeah. The bass player Amber went on to She's form she, Bug Girl. Yeah. Um, who were, really, had some success. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they toured um, the States and Europe Two for piece a while. Two piece. Like, I don't know. What do they sound like? A cock rock sort of like. Yeah. Wow. Well, they, they had a lot of different incarnations. They. Yeah, so it was uh, Amber and her brother Clinton, who was a pretty mad drummer. He's now living in a, a, the Buddhist lifestyle and somewhere in Colorado or something. But wow. now a- Amber um, fronts an all-girl ACDC, ACDC covers band called Hell's Bells, spelt like B-E-L-L-E-S, like Bellez, ah, which like I think bells, is... Which means chicks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In the States. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The so cover sh- band scene over there is mental. Yeah, yeah. They do some hectic gigs. Big, yeah. big gigs. Yeah, like that, that that's her job. Full time job is singing. Full-time. Yeah. So she what, what's her name? She calls herself Bon Johnson. Amazing. Yeah, yeah it's pretty awesome. You should you should Man. look them up. They're, yeah, they're I pretty will definitely mad. do that. Um what about your first gig, Nathan? Where where did you play your first show? Uh, technically, it was a band comp for the guitarist's university. I was like a late starter. I played basketball my whole life, and then oh, really? Yeah. Um, but yeah, when I got into bands, like we and so we didn't have any gear. Yes. Or like not all of us had gear. I had like the the typical shitty bass rig that thing everyone has. But um, our guitarist didn't have any gear, so as a condition. Sorry? PV basin? No, Hartkey. Everyone has like the Hartkey pa- yeah. pancake, like 150 watt thing as their first bass rig. Um, no, but the guitarist didn't have any gear. So as part of the deal for him borrowing gear, the guy whose gear he borrowed it from got to get up and play Damn It With Us ah. through his rig while our guitarist sung and the dude played Damn It on guitar. Yeah. And then he got off the stage and we played the rest of our horrible set. Yeah, that was out. That's my first gig. My, I thought my first gig was funny because it was Youth Scream '92 or something, and it was at a, like a, a community center. And yeah. I had like a hat, and I was like, just we were standing on like a, pretty much a walkway. That was the stage, and I, we had a song called "I'm a Disease," and the chorus was, "I'm a disease, please, baby, please." <laughs> oh man! I sort of did that over and over and. Um, apparently all these older guys are out the back just cracking up thinking we're fucking dickheads and um but then we got on the news somehow like because they did like a, the new local news came in and shot like a little and this is why they call it you scream 92 and it was me going I'm a disease <laughs> fantastic <laughs> it was a little clip of me just doing that oh yeah, man that was good how often does um Born Lion now get out to um go and tour uh, and yeah, play outside of your own hometown. Uh, as much as possible. Yeah. I mean, at the moment we've just started like a bit of a tour, and 
I don't know, what have we got, like 15, 16 gigs or something? Wow. Yeah. Maybe a bit less. Over the next. So this, this is the first of, um, yeah, 15 or 16. Yeah. That's a pretty epic run. And yeah. Like a few, like a month ago, we did a, like a Adelaide, Melbourne, Brisbane, Sydney thing with captives, local Melbourne lads. And uh, I don't know, yeah. I think we do pretty well considering what we have going on in our lives and work and yeah. family and yeah do you guys have a family like do you have any kids at home i've got four children four kids <laughs> yeah. i wow. have i have two two kids nathan has a dog, has a dog. nathan no kids no andreas who's upstairs drunk has a cat so and and how do you find that as a touring musician? Um, well, doing fifteen dates in a row. Like, well, I mean, obviously on the weekends and everything, you're home during the week. But, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it, is it a, a juggling act? It's a lot of negotiation. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, yeah, and it's a lot of making up for lost time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep, it's a lot of phone calls <laughs> all the and, time and Facebook living or whatever or whatever the thing is, video chat. Yes. Yeah. But you make it work, man. Yeah. Got a. Got We've to kind of do it. Yeah. It's a bit of a compulsion. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I was talking with one of the other acts um, earlier and, and we were saying how it, it can have a strain on, on a relationship when one partner is, is away for an extended period of time and the other one has have to stay home and look after the kids and, and the struggles of being able to find that balance. Yeah. But um, at the end of the day, when you marry a musician, you, you kind of you know that's part of the deal, isn't it, right? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It's not a surprise, yeah, yeah. surely. No, you you no. would probably met at a gig, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't stop the, uh, <laughs> the anger. No, of course. <laughs> but yeah. but you, try to, you try to make up for but, it as but, best no, you no, can, no, that's don't it. you? Yeah. It's like I've been, I've been in a bad balance and I'm in a good balance at the moment, but yeah. I've definitely been in a bad one where it's sort of... It hasn't worked. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, yeah, no, you do yeah. have to find and that It's been detrimental, person. but there's been other factors, so, it, uh, you know, but, yeah. Yeah. Nathan is just, um, is just peering over John's shoulder Trippy here Tucker. looking, looking oh, at monkey, monkey Magic. magic. No, I haven't Hell seen yeah. Monkey Magic in years. Yeah. Hell, yeah. There's Look that little that. thing where he goes... Yeah. And fucking like has that... little cloud. The Hell cloud yeah. comes up. Best yeah. show ever. I Get a monkey. Watching this as a kid after school, just oh, so loving good. life when so this was good. on the ABC. Around the twist. Something <laughs> fucking sick's about to happen. He's going to do it. <laughs> yes. Fuck yeah, he's doing it. He's doing it right now. Look at that. <laughs> There's a million monkeys. Yeah, boy. Oh, that, that's man. fucking mad. Now, talking about vision and clips and all that kind of stuff, I was watching a film clip of yours um, for Drag uh, yeah, nice. this afternoon. And there's a fantastic moment. If you haven't seen the clip, guys, go and check it out. It's called Drag. Just do the, do the old YouTube for Born Lion and check out this clip. And there's a part where um, uh, John is, is singing and the, the, the rest of the lads in the band are all in these you know, chicken costumes. Well, I mean, they may not be the band. We don't know. And there's then, an interesting know, story attached to that, actually. Oh, it please. It was partly the band and part... Well, Andreas... Um, he double booked himself because he, he he basically does music full time, and he 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 double booked a wedding gig on the same day that we had to um, the film, film drag. So he came for the first part where he's actually playing the drums, and then um, where it was focusing on him. And then there was a lot of shots which were of us, and it was John's brother who doesn't actually play the drums. That was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he was in. doing a lot of flailing of the arms. Yes. <laughs> With the drumsticks. Where it wasn't really going. No, to play no, 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 no. But you I made mean, it work. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, yeah, because uh, you sit down, you're eating a chicken burger, <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. everyone is is looking at the chicken burger. And there's these amazing whoever did the editing just smashed it out of the park yeah. because yeah. there's a great like zoom in and zoom out of the chicken burger, <laughs> yeah. and then the zoom in on the chicken's face, <laughs> yeah. and because they're completely emotionless, it's just a fucking yeah, yeah. mask. Yeah, yeah. But it's kind of like that C-3PO <laughs> Star Wars moment when even when he's worried or he's happy, you fucking know because his face, you can tell with the body language. You're just zooming in on that chicken's face, yeah, yeah, just yeah. looking at Nathan that dude. Nathan's the scariest yeah. fucking chicken rooster in the history of roosters. I think, I think we counted, like, I think that, that shot is called a crash zoom and, and my yeah. suggestion was maybe nine crash zooms in a row yeah, was too we had many. That, we had that conversation via yeah, messenger. Nah. I was like, should we lower the crash zooms? And it was no. Nah. No, nah, you need Keep nine. Keep them in there, do as many as possible. Yeah. <laughs> and then of course, nine in a row. John is running away, and the chickens are chasing them. And you did that classic Foo Fighters thing where they do that in the film clips, where they play multiple characters, and you're running past yourselves. So you're trying to allude to the fact that the chickens are not the band. It's actually you know yeah, yeah. these yeah. crazy chickens yeah, that are yeah. fucking about to <laughs> kill you because you're eating a chicken burger. Yeah. Nah, man, that made my day. I love that clip. It was brilliant. Um, now, can you boys tell me your best gig that you've performed at? Surely it was the one we just did. Wow. <laughs> you smashed it at the spot of Mallard. You won't forget it ever. Have you supported Nothing any big bands? Or? Uh, we have. No. We've done many a good gig. Um, I think always comes back to Big Sound, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. But we did a really good gig at Big Sound. Yeah. Sort of. About four years ago. Yeah, four years ago. And it was at um, that Is that Rick's a Bar. Where was it? Rick's Bar. And yeah, it was in Brisbane, yeah. Okay. Big Sound, yeah. Is Big Sound a festival? You have to forgive oh, it's, me. Oh, it's like a music industry conference oh, deal. okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. You put on a good show and it's great and it was yeah, a good vibe. Was, no, like it was packed and yep. it had it. The energy and took on a bit of a life of its own, and yeah, nice. It was a lot of fun, and John took his pants off. I took my pants off. <laughs> it was <laughs> really hot. It was so That's hot. How good it was. No, you took it was just your so pants hot. Off. It was ridiculously hot. Like it was beyond, like it wasn't a. I'm going to take my pants off to for the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> it was more like it these was are like, sweaty. I'm so fucking hot. I'm I taking just these want off. These fucking things off. They're like. Sticking yeah, to your legs, yeah, so I had to get them off, and oh, it was man. it was great decision. You I think don't the regret. best don't look back at all. the best big gig we did was on the Yellow Card tour. We played at the Margaret Court Arena. Yeah, we played. That was oh, that wow. was weird. Really, that was bands. pretty we awesome. Played, yeah, Margaret Court. Yeah, and yeah. Um, where else? The Gov and Roundhouse and big, somewhere big in Brisbane. Places. It was really good. Was Who really were you yeah. supporting? Yellow Card. Big emo band. I've heard yeah. of them. Mayday yeah. Parade. Wow. Another big emo band. And the crowds, they were there to see them, but they embraced you as well? No, they were terrified. Oh, really? <laughs> it was like 16-year-old girls to and stuff. Do. I was ah. like, what the fuck is this? But it was Shit. fine. It was fine. Some people liked it. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm going to like buck the trend here and upset some people. Like my, f- It's not, not necessarily my favorite gig. Like My favorite gig is probably the big sound one because like Tiny Room, way too many people for that but I, I remember yeah. the first time I ever played like a big support um, got a phone call from 
the band that I was in's manager at the time. She's like, you're playing with Simple Plan. And like, I just remember, so Simple Plan, the same same deal as Yellow Card, like this huge fucking emo pop punk they thing. They are a big band, yeah. And um, I just remember like when I got that call, I had got goosebumps. And then like I had goosebumps continuously until the gig because I was like, fuck, this is what I've wanted to do forever. And it was just so much fun. I was like packed around house and yeah, it was awesome. Oh, that's sick, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we played a gig with Eagles Death Metal once. Yeah, we oh, did. Really? Outside of Born Lion. Yeah. John and I's first band together. We were Groms. Yeah. Well, sort of Groms. But yeah. we won a, an unearthed comp. What was the band called? The, the Grom- What Riot, we were called. The What Riot. What is the Groms? What are you talking about? Uh, little Groms, we were like. Grommet. Oh, you're Grom- a little. Little, yeah, yeah. little younger, little younger, we, yeah, whippersnappers. We're actually yeah, grown adults, yeah. but now we're old men. No, well, yeah. Back then, yeah. we were young. They men. were in their mid thirties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, well, no, I think now, we're in our early sixty-five, early twenties. And who did you say you played with? Sorry, Eagle, Eagles of Death Eagles, Metal. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, it was cool. We won a competition. We got to play with them. It yeah. was, at the time, it was a big deal. And that's cool, man. Yeah. So I think you always remember like your first time playing with with a fuckload of people there like yes. more than like 20 disinterested punters or whatever exactly you yeah. just will always remember that gig it's always like stuck in your mind yeah. there was also that that little gig that we played at ANZ Stadium that time oh yeah we played Soundwave Soundwave oh no shit yeah wow big f- on the on the big stage yeah yeah I couldn't stop shaking that would have been amazing dude yeah and we- how did all that come about that was another winning of an unearthed competition. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're a different band. I don't know, yeah. Oh, oh it was well. a different band again. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it was this band. Yeah. It was this band, yeah. But Red and I played in the ba- the previous band that won as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just keep yeah. winning these yeah. competitions. Oh, you know. You're so tinny, you yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. Why can't we make any money? <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> And what about obviously you've 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 felt the the highs of the highs. What about the lows of the lows? Have you had any rubbish shows that you just want to forget? You probably can't even remember they were that terrible. Definitely not tonight. No, <laughs> no this no, was no, a no, great joking, gig tonight. Um, yeah, a oh, lots. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, do any of you guys have to play covers? No. No, you don't oh, have to do no, that. Jeez, no, no. no, you're no. lucky. I've got to do a Mother's Day, Mother's Day. <laughs> Mother's Day gig tomorrow. Yeah, the covers gig. You know, at the at the oh, local I, pub. I heard you at Mojo sing. Yeah, you got like you you got to like you can actually sing, right? Yeah. So you, sh- be you should be doing that stuff. <laughs> That'd be good. I if can you only were sing in this band, right? The original <laughs> gear. That's the only place that works. She. <laughs> Andreas, he's probably doing a Mother's Day gig tomorrow. He's probably doing fifteen. Yeah, right. He yeah, does the covers gigs, does he? Here, so. He's yeah, probably right. doing one right now. <laughs> Far out, man. Fucking buy a Skype or some shit. <laughs> I don't know. Um, do you have any funny stories from the road? Um, you know, in the tour, in the tour bus, or in the plane? Somebody I killed an emu. No, yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was with that, my bare hands. That, that, <laughs> that sucked. It was yeah. the emu or the band. <laughs> no, oh I God. fucking just took it out in the car. I didn't mean to. Yeah, it just ca- it came at me. <laughs> Whereabouts uh, in Australia was this? Adelaide. On Adelaide. the Stewart Highway between oh, Adelaide and Sydney. Man. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, yeah. And we did it again a couple of months ago when we were playing with captives. We did and, it again? Um, no, 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 we didn't. We, <laughs> no, we, we drove, drove across the Stewart <laughs> oh, Highway. Okay, yeah. And yeah, we did see a whole mob of yeah, emu, didn't we? Yeah, we saw that standing there yeah. like, fucking you stay there, oh, bastards. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah, I don't know. we got other ones probably. Yeah, um, 
we were driving like not outback but like sort of rural victoria one time and it was raining and i just i saw this dog just on the side of the road and yeah. i just like we got to stop and pick this dog up oh, we fucking got this dog and we put it in the car with us yes and um, we drove around. We probably added about 45 minutes to our trip just try- trying to find where this dog lived. Oh, that is so sweet of you guys. <laughs> yeah, man. Ridiculous. Yeah, but like um, it was a cute it dog. Yeah, it was yeah. a really cute dog. That's a good thing, man. You've, and we so sacrificed it in a satanic <laughs> ritual. Yeah. <laughs> right? I, God, I hope that. not. That would make me incredibly upset. No, I think we found something akin to its home. Like we left it with a note. You did, oh, yeah, yeah. We yeah. did. That's yeah. a good thing, man. Well, you certainly um, you did the good deed for the I day. I love dogs. Um, can you t- tell me uh, how you guys go about writing your songs? To do, um, does one person come in with a completed idea, or is it more of a jam? And then you you figure out how it goes in the in the rehearsal room. How does it all come about? I think the main model is John would have. Um, I don't know. What do you reckon? Sixty percent. 50% ideas of a song, riffs, lyrics. John? It's yeah, all pretty, sorry, yeah, pretty yeah, much yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah sorry, so you, yeah, you, no, you'd that's, have... That's about right. And then bring it to the jam and then yeah. we add to it and... Yeah, I just I'd fuck around a lot at home and I'd come up with ideas and concepts. Sometimes it's a verse and then we'll just start with that and then we'll... We'll come up with the choruses and bridges or whatever is required, yeah. and I'm sort of pretty much all the lyrics. Um, Red will sometimes collaborate on lyrics, or there's a song on this new album where Red's written a fair chunk of the lyrics and all the music. Nice. Uh, but yeah, no. Sometimes I got a fully completed idea. Just recently, I wrote something that's like I start to finish. It's kind of I pretty like the way there. it is, but yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot that comes from everyone jumping in, though. So it's you definitely got to get that shit in there. Well, it's a cool thing when you come into the rehearsal room and you've got an idea in your head and then sometimes it's like, yeah, sweet, it's all coming together like I hope it would. And, and then other times it's like, oh, they're kind of messing with it. But I kind of like the way they're messing with it. Like, yeah, it's cool yeah, now, you yeah, know. Yeah. So, yeah, it's interesting how that can yeah. come about. Um so where where can we're kind of winding down here? So I'll kind of uh, finish up with um, the the classic. Where can we find Born Lion on the internet? What's the best way that we can connect with you online? Pornhub. <laughs> You've got a channel. That's on where you'll find me. Pornhub. Yes. Na- Nathan, you got some. Sp- well, I'm do- oh, Jesus Christ, that's right. <laughs> I'm doing a public service. There's too much porn on the internet, so I'm trying to download it all off there. Oh so my goodness. Yeah, right on, man. No, you've you've got the Spotify, you've got yeah, the, the, usual the iTunes, yep. and yeah, of course, man. Um, our website celebratethelie dot com is the name celebratethelie dot com, yeah, which right. is also the name of our um, oh, most our recent album. album. So we went with that. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So instead of Born Line, you've gone the the name of the album. The name instead. of the album instead. Yeah, yeah I nice think Born one. Line was taken. Yeah. And you didn't want to do the Born Lion band or whatever, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I think that's yeah. how it came about, yeah. Yeah, nice one, man. People can find you there. Well, yeah. I do encourage you to go check out that clip for um, for Drag because he's a corker. And, um, yeah, thank you so much for coming down and having a chat and being on one of the uh, 
Well, one of the first. This will definitely be in the top 10 of uh, uh, <laughs> Art of Touring episodes. So I appreciate thanks, that. And hopefully we'll see you again on the road. Thank you, boys. Uh, thanks for having us. So Cheers, much. guys. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers. We've come to another end of another episode of Art of Touring. Be sure to tune in next week for the final episode recorded at the Meltdown Festival. Next week, I speak with Matthias from Melbourne Blues Rockers Child. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, give the podcast a share on social media. Use the hashtag Art of Touring Podcast on Instagram and give us a follow at Art of Touring. Also, go check out my band, Smokestack Rhino, who are featured in this podcast every week. Our opening and closing theme is a song called Screwdriver Girls. You can check out our whole song on iTunes. You can follow the band on Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, Bandcamp, Twitter, even our very own website, www.smokestackrhino.com. To keep up to date with our gigs, though, give us a like on Facebook, where all our touring dates will be uploaded as soon as they come in. If you'd like to get in contact with me, please email me directly at artoftouringpodcast at gmail.com. Maybe you'd like to come on the show and have a chat. If you're a touring musician, please uh, get in contact. You can listen to Art of Touring on Anchor FM and you can download it on iTunes. If you've enjoyed this episode or previous episodes of the podcast, please take a minute to give the podcast a rating within the podcast app on your phone and write a short review. It will really help the podcast out. That's all for this week. Before I go, I have a few shout-outs. Shout-out to Chris Wall, who designed the artwork for the show. You can follow him on Instagram at Mr. Wall, spelt W-A-H-L. Big thanks to my guests this week, John, Nathan, and Red from Born Lion. Remember, the lads are currently touring. Head on over to their Facebook page for all their tour dates. Now let's get into some plugs. My band, Smokestack Rhino, are playing at the Jamboree Music Festival in Sydney on Saturday, July 21st. Tickets are available from their website at www.jamboreemusicfestival.com. You can download our debut album from iTunes or go to our Bandcamp page to purchase a physical copy or grab a t-shirt. That's all from me this week. Thanks again for listening. Tune in next time for another episode of Art of Touring with the Sizz Dog. Oh, oh, oh! Remember, this week's podcast was brought to you by The Op Shop. Grab a copy of 101 Dalmatians on VHS and pretend it's still 1993. (laughs)